0: Welcome to the Abbott Circle podcast. I'm Father Ambrose Christ, and I'm the Novice Master here at St. Michael's Abbey. We hope that you enjoy the following recording. To learn more about the Norbertines, visit theabbotcircle.com. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are distant from me. Trying to explain this grand canyon between lips and heart can be a difficult thing. The only people described in the Gospels as being divided up or splintered are possessed people and the Pharisees, the scribes, and some of the priests. And that tells you something. God created only one of you. And yet, we're not always clear on what should be the cement or the glue that holds our life together. We're capable of creating another version of ourselves that is not what God intends. What is the glue, the substance that holds your life together what is the bond it might seem that the problem with the pharisees here is that they are too focused on little things or they take little things too seriously but jesus loves little things he loves little people let the children come to me little seeds that become great trees the two copper coins of the widow that are worth more than all of the temple contributions combined. He even loves most of the religious observances of the Pharisees. Even as he criticizes their hypocrisy, he says they do well to pay tithes on all the garden herbs, so long as they do not neglect the greater commandments of the law. What has happened is that the Pharisees have created an outer man and an inner man that don't match up, because nothing substantial unites them. They are divided up. They say one thing with their lips, and on the inside, they're really going after something else. They're not going after the glory of God, but after their own gain. They need a basic unity of life, simplicity of life. But to have unity of life, we need something to unify it. We need that connecting thread. We need that bond. We need some kind of interpretive key to make our lives one thing and not many. And for Christians, this shouldn't be too much of a mystery. I think of St. Paul saying, as he looked back on his life as a Pharisee and as his life as a, a very zealous Jew, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things. I count them as refuse." that I may gain Christ, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That is how St. Paul interprets his life. That is how he sees all of the events, all of the people in his life, the good and the bad, as somehow bringing him into a deeper knowledge of the person of Jesus Christ. That is the Christian perspective. That is the perspective that God wants us to have. So that all of the relatively minor observances of of our religion, the small and the great, should all be unified, should all be contributing to a deeper knowledge and love of the Lord Jesus and a deeper reception of his love into our own lives. Among the saints St Saint Josephine Bakhita offers us one of the most eloquent testimonies of this the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord Born in the Sudan she was kidnapped at a young age and made a slave and bought and sold so many times in her youth that after a while She forgot her own birth name. She was abused numerous times. Her flesh was carved up, leaving her with traumas of both body and soul. So that even at the end of her life, she was heard to say in her sleep, The chains are too tight. Loosen them, please. Loosen the chains. Eventually, she was purchased by an Italian family and given her freedom in Italy, and she came to the faith, was baptized, and was so compelled by the person of Jesus Christ that she wanted to be consecrated to him as a religious, and so she was. In her old age, When Sister Josephine was asked by some of her younger sisters what she would do if she were to meet her former captors who had mistreated her so badly, she said one of the most extraordinary things that could ever come from the heart and the lips of a disciple of Christ. If I were to meet those who kidnapped me, she said, And even those who tortured me, I would kneel and kiss their hands. For if these things had not happened, I would not have been a Christian and a religious today. What unifies this woman's life? What unites heart and lips? the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus. That can revolutionize our lives. This is a real woman with real feelings, real flesh and blood, and with real traumas burned into flesh and soul. And how does she see her life? As good luck and bad luck, random events, haphazard, No, it is all one. It is all one. It is all a series of people, good and bad, and events, good and bad, which have given her the blessed opportunity of meeting Christ and of loving him and being loved by him. Wouldn't that revolutionize our lives if we could get that and let it penetrate from top to bottom, from great things to small? St. John Paul II, whose life was also plagued by sorrows, he said by the age of 21 he had lost everybody he ever loved, his parents and siblings. And he said one time to a gathering of elderly people, he says, perhaps some of you remember in your life times of pain and hopes that never quite materialized, disappointments, And yet we all know and believe in the love that God has for us. Yes, God loves each of you and continues to love you in a deep and personal way. And if you look back on your life, you will see that your whole life is the story of God's love coming upon you in successive stages down through the years. And for all of his gifts, we sing a hymn of gratitude to God. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love. Wonderful indeed is the love of God that can love us even in those trying and traumatic events of life, which we cannot avoid. And yet with the perspective of faith and with grace cleansing our eyes and cleansing our hearts, we begin to see that our life is one thing, just as we are one thing, the one and only that God has created. And my life is only one and not somebody else's. And surrendering to the Lord our God and seeing everything as a way of knowing the Lord in a deeper way is the revolution that makes the saint. This is what made St. Paul say what he said and do what he did. And what St. Josephine Bakhita, what made her be able to say with total sincerity, I would kneel and kiss their hands. No joke, no joke. Because without them... Even though they were malicious people, I would not know the Lord today. Amen to that. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle Podcast. If you enjoyed listening or were spiritually nourished, please leave a review to help our podcast grow. Thanks again. God bless you.